And PT-141 is called the sexual uh, peptide because it, so I only take that uh, once in a while and um, uh, it increases um, sexual drive. He said, uh, someday I'm just going to throw, push you down in the wheelchair, down the path to the hospital. That's like, um, my wife thinks I'm, my wife thinks I'm sexy because when she walked behind me, she said to herself, what an ass. Nice. But a boom. That's a dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got it from a dad. Jaden would uh, cringe about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dad. Terrible joke. <laughs> so why don't we, uh, why don't we get started? Yeah. So I'm on. Doug. I'm Eli. Uh, we're co-hosting uh, the Epicist. Yeah. And today I th- we want to talk about peptides. I think it'll be a shallow dive, um, a 101 sort of introductory to peptides. So peptides. So, well, first of all, you know, we're big on men's health and it's men's health because I don't know about you, but I don't understand anything about a woman's health. Even if I look at uh, the blood work for a woman, you know, because it's based on their cycle. Absolutely. I don't get any of that stuff. And I... I probably could study it and get to know it, but I, so men's health, right? And we've talked about the four pillars, you know, sleep, stress reduction, healthy diet, and exercise, right? And those are sort of the four pillars of general health for men and women, right? Period, end of story. But if you can add to that, you know, if you, you take that and you have those four pillars and the most difficult one I find, and I think you find is sleep because it's really hard to manage sleep, right? Right, we try different things. Did you ever get your your cooling pad working? Yes, it's working. It's good. Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> so I want to hear about I'm that. Sleeping better. Maybe just tell me about that because it's going to be off topic. But sleep is important. So, has that helped you? Um, I think so. I, I was um, the the routine that I'm on has really set me on a, in the right direction, and this just I think adds to it. Right. There's no doubt the temperature is an issue for me as far as a sleep. Yeah. Um, sounds not necessarily. Um, in the background, but temperature is. And so I was already on a decent path. Yeah. And I think this is just one more thing to make it better. When you're sleeping, it'll probably take you deeper. That's that's probably, that could be it yeah. as well, yeah. So, so, and there are peptides for sleep, but we'll get into that. Yeah, so the four pillars, and then when you add things to the four pillars, uh, it enhances everything. Right. None of the things we're going to talk about are solutions to anything without... Having Those the four pillows, yes, yep. right. If you're doing, if you're not, if you're sleeping two hours a night and you're eating garbage and you don't, and you're sedentary and you don't move at all, and uh, you know your life is full of stress, well, you could add all the peptides Whatever you, you want. want, and it's not going to help. Exactly. We should say that peptides, <clears throat> from all accounts, is the future of functional medicine. Yes, I believe. Um, that, yep. Perhaps we could talk about what peptides are. Okay, go nuts. Uh, uh, peptides are... What are peptides, Eli? Yeah, well, g- great question, Doug. By the way, are you flexing or are your arms just always up big? <laughs> I think it's flexing, guys. But anyway, um, so peptides are a sequence of amino acids. I, I think the range is from, and I'll, I will uh, cite from this book, Dr. Seeds, who's a, an expert in, in many things, but peptides especially. Um, there's a sequence of amino acids linked... And amino acids are, you know, building blocks of protein. So um, very natural to the body. 
they're linked together by a peptide bond. These peptides um, are signaling agents. Again, this is not a deep dive. We're not experts. We just want to introduce peptides. So the information will be elementary, but get people who don't know or who have just sort of a surface view of them a bit more understanding. Um, so they're signaling agents, all very natural to the body. Um, Can I just yeah, jump in? Jump anytime. in there. So I think what's really an important thing is that the body already produces peptides. So Correct. they are there's over 7,000 known peptides that the body already produces. And the body produces them as a function to do something in the body. That's right. So like you said, a signaling device, in effect, to say, do this, body, do this, do that. So the peptides we're talking about are, are external peptides created externally that we're just would be adding into our body. So the body already knows what to do with them. That's right. Because it's very aware of what this thing is. And it says, okay, do, do more of it. Do more of whatever this peptide says to do. And that's an important caveat, that, that they are not doing the work. They're helping your body to the work. So unlike other agents, let's say testosterone, for example, it's a foreign source and it's doing the work. You're taking this ex uh, 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 endogenous uh, source. Yeah. And um, it's doing where this is helping your own body do uh, what it's yeah. supposed to do. So, I mean, to make it simple, if, if, if you relate it to nerves, right? You're, in your brain, your brain tells you, sends a signal to your fingers to go. Move, right. Right. And your fingers move. Right. It doesn't make your fingers move. It just tells your sends fingers a to signal. move, right? Exactly. Similar to that. The beauty of it is compared to a drug is that, you know, when you put a drug in your body, your body reacts. It does, it's not, it's not normal for the body to have that drug. It doesn't know what it is, exactly. but it knows it needs to react to this thing. And that's why with drugs, you often get side effects, right? Because the body does something to react to the drug, but then there's these other uh, effects that happen within the body that are called side effects, right? And almost every drug has a side effect of one form or another. The beauty of peptides is, except for one that I know of, they don't have side effects. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And, 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 and those side effects you will, will discuss, yeah. and that peptide we should discuss as well. Yes. Um, so again, another important aspect to peptides is you can't necessarily overdose on, on these things. Um, the ones you were talking about, the side effects, well, again, we're getting more detail about nausea and that sort of thing. Yeah. But there's no sort of long-term um, I don't know that effect. it's a side effect. I imagine if your body produced more of that peptide, it might have the same effect. Because if you take less, it, you don't get it. It's That's only right. at a certain dose. So. so I don't know if it's a side effect, but it's a result of your body having more of that peptide in it. Right. And we'll get into the specific one. It's one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> and you'll find out and, why. And if it didn't have any side effects, I'd be doing way more of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's the problem. Eh? Um, <laughs> so, um, I, uh, so they're amino acids. Uh, we understand that they're safe. They're natural to the body. Yep. Um, and they're signaling agents. And they target... A to Z, <laughs> yeah. as far as what you could work on. Well, let's also talk about now what form they come in. Before you do, yeah. so uh, the thing about, and so they're e somewhat easily produced in a lab, right? They're like the easily recreated in a lab. From what I understand, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, and they're not patentable because they're just a natural, right. they're trying to patent um, sugar. I guess, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and so... What we find is, especially here in Canada, is that because the pharmaceuticals can't make money from it, it's not really promoted 
by the medical community, right? Because a lot of the medical community is driven by the pharmaceuticals, whether they're willing to test stuff, they're only willing to test stuff if they can make money on it. That's their goal. Their goal is to make money. So if they can't make money on peptides, they're not putting, investing any time to, to do research on these things. And so they're still considered a research chemical. And they probably will be until the medical community's thinking catches up with modern medicine, right? Modern science. You agree? Yeah, I agree. And, and further to that, then uh, it'll be priced in such a way that it'll, it might be um, not accessible for many people once right. th they decide to get their hands in on this. Yeah, that's an important fact. Uh, is they're not expensive. They're not expensive. Not no, by, like, for uh, what they do, they're not expensive at all. No, I mean, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars, you know, to uh, to be well. So why don't we, uh, well, you were going to talk about something. And I, yeah, I so they, they come in the form. They, they, they're, um, they come in a, a, a 5 ml um, glass bottle. Okay. It's a lyophilized or freeze-dried powder. It's going to kind of, they call it a cake at the bottom of the, the vial. And the, these are, in, uh, for the most part, say 99% of the times, they're injectable. Yeah. But don't let, that, don't let that throw you off or scare you. Um, it's very easy. I've known about peptides well over 10 years ago. I went to a website and looked at these. I didn't know what to do, reconstitute. They had all these funky names. I had no idea. Yeah. It, it, it was just a whole other world to me. So um, anyway, so they come in uh, in these uh, little uh, lyophilized, uh, uh, they're lyophilized in a little glass uh, bottles and you reconstitute it with bacteriostatic water and we can get into either on this episode or further episodes talking about, you know, how to dilute them. But you simply add water um, with, with your syringe into this. They mix easily and uh, it's called reconstituting. Yeah, the, and so a vial will you know, depending on what peptide it is, because they have different amounts in each one, will last, you know, maybe a, a, a week or a couple of weeks, depending on how much you're supposed even, to inject. Even a month or, even or a several month, months, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the peptides, uh, there's a misinformation about their stability, right? So that, you know, people think, well, they're going to degrade really quickly, but that's not true. We've learned that, uh, well, typically we store them in a freezer, Right, because before they're reconstituted, yeah, before they're reconstituted, because they'll last for for years in a freezer, and then when you're using them, we typically store them in a fridge because they just last longer. It gives them more stability. The one thing you don't want to do is have a prolonged exposure to sunlight uh, and, uh, and and heat. Right? That's right. Then they'll start to degrade over time. Even that, they don't. It's not like instantaneous. But the best way to store them is in the fridge. You. You use them, you put them back in the fridge, you know? It's just a good practice. Yeah, good um, practice. Yeah. So, um, so they're stable, and they're reasonably priced. And there are oral ones, though. You said, you know, I think we've, you know, we, have, we have some recent ones, actually, that are, are uh, we have uh, one of them that's now a, um, under the- Sublingual. Sublingual, yeah. yeah Tasty yeah. peach mango. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and that's effective. So- um, you know, for people who are afraid, and the needle, by the way, is uh, it's, it's just tiny. A, it's for anybody who knows about insulin, right? So typically, uh, these are insulin needles, right? They're very short. Uh, you know, you can go anywhere between thirty-one gauge down to twenty-nine, which is the bigger. Sorry, thirty-one to twenty-nine is twenty-nine. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do thirty-one because I like the small as possible. The big thing about gauges: the bigger the number, the smaller the 
That's right. Needle. And gauge refers to the thickness yeah. of the needle. So I use a 31 gauge, and it just goes under the fat. It's, it's so... You just pinch and poke. and It's less than a mosquito bite. Less yeah. than a mosquito bite. Yeah. But I, I get for some people, that could be scary. Once you get going, then it becomes so second nature. And yeah. uh, I find the whole reconstituting, preparing them, injecting them, a bit of a ritual that I, that I enjoy. And I think a lot of people end up getting to that point. Yeah. Um, and for the people who don't, there are some really good ones that are uh, you can take orally. They can't all be taken orally because they can't all be digested through the gut. That's right. Right? Right. Uh, the one that I think of, you know, the BPC is, and we'll talk about it, is, I mean, it's actually produced by the gut. Typically, right? right? So it's actually very natural to toss to it there. into the gut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what else about so, peptides? So what did we say? We talked about reconstituting, what they are. Why don't we talk about um, some of the specific ones and what they do? Okay. Do you have a favorite? Well, uh, can I just jump in and say that I use peptides. And now, in, in practice, they're not supposed to be for human use. They're research chemicals that are designed in theory to be only used on testing animals, right? For testing purposes. Right. Peptides that when put in the body tells the body to produce more growth hormone. Combined, it tells the body to produce way more growth hormone, right? And so, and you typically would, I take them at night before I go to bed. I combine them together in one vial. And so I take one shot uh, and I take it before I go to bed. And what, so they come in two vial, two separate vials. Two two separate, separate but you can buy some you can. places. You can buy them combined. Right. Where we get our, where I get mine, uh, they come in two vials. I combine it into one vial, and then uh, I take a shot just before I go to bed, and it'll help me sleep. Because one thing about growth hormone, growth hormone has so many benefits. Oh, it's a you know rebuilding. Found, yeah, it's, they call it the fountain. It's good for skin, rebuilds. Bones and muscle, it uh, um, immune immunity, immunity uh, and sleep. It helps with sleep, right? And uh, you know, one I have to throw in there. Sorry, you'll let you get his body fat. It, it reduces. Oh yes. Body fat. So growth hormone is a body fat, a body fat burning hormone, hormone, whereas insulin is a body fat storing hormone. Right. Growth hormone is the one of the body fat burning hormones, and so you know one thing we should talk about is as you age, all these things get reduced over time. You know, uh, 30, the age of 30 is the, um, is our peak. You know, it's when we kind of hit our peak hormone wise and peptide wise and all those things. Right. And then there's a decline over time. And for some people it could decline quickly, but for the average person, it it's declines. Steady, right. So, yeah. you know, when you hit 40, you're maybe down 10%. And when you're down, when you're 50, you're down 20%. And when you're 60, you're down 30% or 40%, whatever the percent might be. So your body's not functioning as well. So, you know, my intent is not to take me beyond what I was at 30. It's to take me to the level I was at when I was 30, when I was at my peak. And so doing the uh, apomorelin and the CJC is to bring my growth hormone back to, I'll call it a youthful level. That's right. Yeah. And the thing about that protocol is you, you can't do it every day. So I do... Five days on, two days off. Because what is it? What is it that it's the, something called a GH bleed? You can oversaturate those receptors; will get dull yeah. to receiving the compound. Right. Yeah. So, so it becomes ineffective off. at some point. Yeah, so just, I think you do it differently. You do like a stretch, and then you stop. For a stretch. Uh, the five, the five days on, two days off is 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 a must, from what I understand, and and I do that as well. Okay. Um, 
but just the duration of how many months you do it could vary. Yeah. But it's really important to do the five on, two off, like you indicated. As soon as I'm four on, three off, because I just forget. And that's the nice thing. If you forget, it's not like something bad happens. No. That's another important factor we should mention is that it's not like um, some drugs, if you stop taking them, they have this really negative effect. Or, you know, even testosterone. Just titrate off slowly. Yeah. Like testosterone, if you stop taking it, your body's shut down its production. And you're not getting the foreign production. So it has to catch back up again if you stop taking it. Well, again, like you said, peptide is not doing the action. It's telling the body to produce something. So it's not shutting down. It's actually increasing what it does. So it'll just go back to its normal right. level of what it was at. Well, that's the nice thing. So if you miss a day or a week, or if you go on a trip and you don't want to take your peptides with you, whatever, it's no, it's no, no harm, no foul. No, and I, 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 from these two, apparently, stay in the body for several months afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so that's another that's another good uh, beauty of it. So I do that uh, the growth hormone one. Um, I do um, GHKCU, and GHKCU from my perspective is also really good for the skin. It helps helps the body produce pept uh, collagen and uh, and elastin in the skin. And again, aging you know skin gets wrinkly and stuff, so it'll reduce wrinkles. It's got so many functions. It though. really does. Heart health. Um, I mean, if I'm honest, I take it for a very... Uh, aesthetic. Uh, vein, vein reason, vein, yeah. yeah. I take it because it improves skin, <laughs> skin health, right? And, yeah. But skin, hair. Um, but then those, those internal effects are amazing. I've yeah. been using it for injury, uh, with injuries, so combining it with some other product, uh, peptides that we'll talk about later. And um, I, I find it works amazing on injuries. Yeah. And that one I do every day. Yeah. No, actually, I don't, because <laughs> I could do it every day. You could. That's one you could do every day, uh, a small amount every day. But the reason I don't is I just, because of the way I function, I just have to stop everything at once, and then I'll start. So I do five days on, two days off with the GHK as well, just because it's easier for me and my my simple thinking to have a routine that right, starts and them, stops, so. you know. But um, for people who don't have your funky routine could do two to four two in to four words, milligrams people whose brains work well, yeah that work yeah functioning yeah. brains that's right um could do two to four milligrams every day for up to six weeks yeah take a couple months off and repeat again do you can do this two or three times a year and i think i take one every day one milligram one milligram a day yeah am i is that right i think i take one milligram a day yeah so that's a great one and uh you know look at my uh look at that it's hard <laughs> to believe i'm Hundred years old, <laughs> um, and then I take um, the healing one. So there's BPC one two six, one five seven, one five seven. Thank you. And Yo. BPC stands for body protection control compound. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you did say uh, you're not a detail. No, I'm not. Right? A detail. Yeah. It's a BPC. But you're, new, you're newer to peptides. I've been studying peptides or looking into them for a number. No, of but years you're more now. detailed. You're much more. You're, you're, I, I, you're great to have around because uh, you can fill in all the gaps that I miss. <laughs> yeah. uh, so body protection compound one five seven, which uh, signals the body and it's produced in the gut, right. and it uh, signal and that's one you can take orally. Yeah, one of the only ones yeah. for sure. One of the few that you can take orally. And it signals the body to heal itself. And I do that one every day combined with TB500, which is also a healing one. You keep talking. I'm going to look at... Okay, you look up the... Um, and I do that combined too. So because again, they amplify each other, right? 
So the BPC on its own is a healing compound, healing peptide. TB500 is a healing peptide combined. They're like a mega healing peptide. What, back to the copper, I've added the copper to these ones that you just mentioned, the TB500 and the BPC157. I add the copper to it. So if I have a specific injury, um, you could actually put those ones near the site. Now that there are copper, uh, the, uh, CKU, oh, the, uh, the GHK, okay, GHK, uh, CU, the copper. Yeah. Um, CU stands for copper. Uh, so that's your father's uh, chemical engineer that's back right. coming exactly, through now. Yes. Um, it's the only one I know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, so it, they consider this, the word, the term now they're using is a Wolverine stack because it yeah. just bulletproofs your insides, uh, from soft tissue to ligaments, tendons, um, and it's, uh, it's, um, preventative. You don't have to hurt your, I mean, if you hurt yourself, you want to definitely yeah, that's a do good it, point. but it's preventative, right? So, you know, I work out, I do kickboxing, I do intense hit training sometimes, and that puts strains on, on tendons and ligaments, right? And you may not know that you're straining a, pr a particular tendon or ligament or anything until, and, until, until something happens. Right. right? Yeah. And I've torn, I've torn muscles before I tore my bicep. Yeah. And during kickboxing, I tore my calf during kickboxing. Well, the nice thing about this Wolverine compound is that it's, it's healing things before they break. You know, if there's like a little strain, it says, oh, body, put it back together. Right. Fix it before it's broken. And I told you about my, uh, my knuckle. So yeah. when I punch, I punch hard, right, yeah. in kickboxing. And when I'm hitting pads, uh, this knuckle comes, like it kind of gets rattled a bit and it's right. loose, you know, and it hurts. With the BPC, I, I don't feel anything. Amazing. And if it starts to hurt, like within a few hours, it goes away. So um, on these, the, the people who've used peptides or heard about them, especially BPC and TB, but specifically BPC, said to you inject it in and around the, the um, injury site. Now, I'd like to refer to Jean-Francois Tremblay, who's someone I've known for a long time, who is an expert, uh, who... Um, no, no is, that a, is, that, is that a fact that you have, you inject it near the site? Because I've heard I've heard uh, things contrary to that that it's it's not site specific. So when I first started peptides, I was doing it near this uh, in and around the site. Yeah, and I still do just from a you know um, I'll do it um, if there's an injury at the site. But again, we're using I'm, both of us are using this compounds preventatively, so I put it in the lower abdominal. But yeah. when it comes to in injury uh, healing. Um, again, Jean-Francois, who's the, a world expert in this area, and he has a, an amazing um, line himself uh, called Can Labs, Can yep. Lab Research, um, says you don't. Even with an injury, you put it in your belly, it'll find its way to the, uh, it'll find its way to the spot. Right. The blood carries it, and yeah. it'll get there. So I don't know about, um, about you. Some peptides I'll take, because some of them have like this sort of um, quick effect that you can feel something. And some of them, you know, I'll just get this kind of rush in my head. Like, I know... Within seconds after injecting into the fat, it just goes up. To oxytocin. For, I, oxytocin I feel it for sure. Right away, yeah. But even the uh, ipamorel and CJC. I don't, yeah. I, I don't feel it that, like yeah. I get a little bit of a rush in my head. I, that's a great sign. That that indicates that, uh, you know, the growth hormone is being yeah. released. And do you get tingling at all in your... Uh, no. No, yeah. I just get uh, that rush? crazy pumps when I work out. Awesome. Yeah. The GHK. Good sign. Then, the, that uh, means you have a good hormone. source, I think. So. Yeah, I have a great source. Um, um, so the... BPC and the uh, TB500, amazing healing compounds. I had a friend who um, is a runner and 
he hurt himself and uh i said you know you should and he was training for an event and i said well and he didn't take the he wouldn't take it because he didn't want to mess with his routine but if he had taken the bpc tv 500 injectable he would have healed much quicker and got back on his training there's so, no doubt there's, yeah there's no doubt i had a rotate that's how i first came into peptides about three or four years ago and again i, I said i knew about them many years ago but I had no idea until a friend of mine showed me what to do and realized this is easy <laughs> it's really not that so i had a rotator cuff problem i couldn't i couldn't lift weights after a month of treating it with bpc 157 and tb 500 i was lifting again yeah. within a month so it actually mends torn tendons yeah it's amazing yeah it is an amazing thing and i think that that combo on its own even if you didn't do all the other pillars would still do something in your body like it oh, would heal there's no doubt we're not recommending you don't do the four pillars but it it has an effect that uh and i think anybody who lifts weights anybody who's into any kind of athletics should do that combo never, all the time like on a regular basis and i think that one you can do every day as well right you certainly can there's no a small dose that's right yeah. so what i do I, I actually take bpc i came across uh information that taking bpc at nighttime um will encourage a deeper sleep and i notice that i'll wake up the next morning feeling more recovered than normal just light um, no stiffness uh, and, and you can also do it post-workout as well, if you so choose. And your wounds are healed. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that it's, you, it's a win -win. you get it's shot at it a lot, so <laughs> yeah. it just pushes yeah. the bullet out. And yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> nice. So that's another combo I take regularly. And then um, I take Motsi. Can you tell us what Motsi is about? So one of the uh, markers of aging is a re reduction in the... Um, mitochondria activity. Mitochondria is our, our form of energy, right? And as we get older, we produce, our mitochondria become more tired and slow. And I think, and I'm not, again, I'm not an expert, but I believe it's the ATP in the body that, that activates mitochondria. So I believe MOTC promotes ATP production, which activates mitochondria. So basically increases the active cells in the body to give more energy. So they call it a... Um, a uh, an exercise replacement kind of that's right peptide. exercise in a bottle yeah, yeah exercise in a bottle i mean i don't know if exercise. it's i don't know if it's that extreme but i do take that one also five days on and two days off i know there's a protocol where you can do it intensely for a period of time and then stop for a period of time and i've done that before but i find that um what it's done is um you know i do a hill training oh, yeah. and i i train with people half my age you know so 50 they're 50 years old. Yeah, that's right, 50, 50 year olds. Yeah. But, you know, I'll joke, I'm 61. And so I train with people in their 20s and 30s. And what it does is it, I just have this insane amount of energy to go the distance, you know, and I can go neck and neck with some of these people. Unbelievable. You know? That's amazing. Sometimes I'm the top, first one to the hill, you know, <laughs> the top of the hill. And, uh, and it's not like, um, you know, it's funny with, uh, when I think about it, with the Motsi, the BPC TB500, like I, n I have no injuries. Like it's, that's not, I'm sorry. That's not typical for 61. No. We're like I, prone to injuries. My trainer, like you know, I have a trainer who helps me with weights. I think he trains yeah. you as well. Yeah. And he'll say, how are you doing today? I'm like, great. Like, it's always great. I know he's been cautious because I'm 61, but I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Let's, let's go. Like, stop being a pussy. Let's go. And that, that, that's not all you do though. I mean, aren't you training six, five, six times a week? Yeah. And fairly intense and yeah. you still be able to. And I feel nothing. Next day. I feel no negative effects. I have 
no joint pains. I got no, uh, like everything's working perfectly. And you don't get up the next day and say, fuck, I'm not going to train today. Right? No. That in and itself is worth it all. So back to Amat C. Also, um, when you read about it, it's meant for exercise. Uh, they promote exercise uh, performance and weight uh, fat loss. Yes. Many people have used it successfully for fat loss, specifically yes. fat loss. I think it has something to do with uh, insulin sensitivity. Yes, that's um, right. Which is a, a big thing for it, which is every, we can all use it, even if we're on a low-carb diet. Yeah, no question. I mean, I'm, I'm keto, so I don't have a lot of carbs to process, but... Uh, Definitely, it, it, it improves uh, insulin, sensi insulin sensitivity, sensitivity, which means your body reacts better to carbohydrates. And, That's right. You know, it doesn't store them as fat as quickly. Um, so that one, for me, is a, a no-brainer. And I originally was going to do the on-protocol, off-protocol, and I did that. And then I thought, I'm just going to try this five days on and two days off. And it works really well for me. And, you know, I may be overdoing it in the sense that maybe I'm wasting some, but... But there's no harm. That's no, but I'm training, like... I'm training at such a high level and I feel so great. And, uh, you know, I don't want to stop any of this stuff because yeah. it just has such an amazing effect. So again, you do Mott C. Uh, um, I'll just interject. Tip, uh, Mott C comes in a five or 10 milligram dosage. What is the one, what's the one we get from Ariel? Ariel sells in a 10 milligram, 10 milligram which, okay. is, which is amazing. Most, most companies will put five milligrams. Okay. So a typical protocol um, that Ben Greenfield, who a lot of people know, uh, an, a number one biohacker or well-known biohacker, and many others will say 10 milligrams a week, once a week for um, six weeks, and then you're done. You can do that twice a year. Right. Uh, there's another protocol that... Uh, 10 milligrams a week or 10 milligrams... A week. Oh, okay. Once a week. Okay. Now, Dr. Seeds has you doing... Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. can recommend uh, five milligrams three times a week. So you're kind of loading up for four to six weeks. And then a maintenance of five milligrams once a week for five weeks. You're doing this microdosing, which is... I'm doing one milligram a day for five days on. Which is kind of neat. Um, I think I'll try that. I'm trying the uh, three times a week. Yeah. Um, and um, I, think, I think it's helping. But I, I like, I like microdosing. So my 10 milligram vial lasts two weeks. Yeah, amazing. That's yeah, great. Five days, two days off, five days. And uh, it works for me. You know, I... One thing I really believe, Eli, is that uh, there's not a one-size-fits-all right. kind of protocol for people. You know, I think you got to try things out and, and see what works for you, you know? And I think you, like, uh, you've had really great uh, effects from some peptides that I haven't noticed anything, you know? And, and vice versa. And vice versa. Uh, so the last one that I do on a regular basis is the thymosin alpha-1, which is uh, signals the body to increase uh, the immune system, right? So it's really an immune system boosting peptide. I actually used it when I uh, had COVID. Right. Right. I just did like a heavy intensive uh, cycle of, and it just, I mean, my COVID lasted three days. That's amazing. <laughs> my, my son's lasted a week and I, yeah. and my, my wife's lasted a week and mine lasted a Oh, somebody was days. hoarding their uh, thalmosin yeah, alpha one. No, I've, <laughs> I, I, I Oh God! Yeah, and they're going to see. No, it. it's not the case Dad. at all. It didn't quite work that way. But I was testing it myself first. She actually had it at a different time. But um, so thymosin alpha one, and I do that one again. I do it. I would do that every day. I do one milligram a day, but I do it five days on, two days off, just because I need to do, do that five else. days on, <laughs> yeah. two days off. Yeah, yeah. So typical on, and that's a good one. Um, yeah. Now that, again, that's not. 
it's not going to stop you from like I, my son had a cold. I caught a bit of it. You can hear it in my voice, but it doesn't get intense and it doesn't last long. And you know, it's not. It doesn't make me bulletproof from from getting sick, but but it certainly helps. There's, there's a doctor that uh, another peptide specialist, uh, Doctor Edwin Lee from Florida. He has a clinic, and I got his book. And what he does with the Thalmus and Alpha One is he makes sure he keeps a few in his um, in his in his refrigerator in his freezer. Any time that one of his family members is starting to have any sort of cold flu-like symptoms, he hits them up. A typical protocol. So our, uh, the, um, another Ariel, because we, we get Ariel, comes in a 10 milligram. And a typical non-Doug Doug, <laughs> um, protocol is 1.5 milligrams twice a week. Okay. Um, and, but here's a look at the other stuff. And, and this goes along with other peptides. We've talked about several other peptides. And we, we were specific on some of the activities I do, but there's a whole host. Just to read something on Thelmosin Alpha 1, that chronic stress, depression, metabolic syndrome, weight management issues, insulin resistance, um, increased oxidative stress, uh, associated, it reduces oxidative stress, um, and helps in environmental toxins, um, food allergies and sensitivities, zinc and selenium deficiencies. I think that's an important point. So although peptides are designed to do a specific thing in the body. Some of them have even greater effects, like beyond the one effect. That's right. right. It, it, it'll do a bunch, like the GHK. When you read the list oh. of the things GHK can do, it's insane. It's like it, the it amount really of is. things it does positive in the body to the organs to, it's like, oh, this one's like, to me, that's, that's a go-to all the time, all the that's time. That's right. And so the thymocin as well, you know, it's, uh, it does more than an immune, immune system function, but it, I mean, that's kind of the, that's the point. That's the point of, of, of attack, right? That's right. And that's what people know it uh, yeah. for. And uh, that's my weekly routine. And then there's the one other one that I do. Oh, no, is there another? Let's see. Because I have Thymosin, the BPC TV, the uh, Epimorellin CJC, the GHK. Epitalin, I think and you the do. No, I did the I do I have done Epitalin. So that one I do that's one of the few ones I do as prescribed. <laughs> and you know, I did a series. I do once I'll I'll do it twice a year and I so I do a a month of uh, I think it's a month, right? Of uh, I forget what that protocol is. Yeah, there's a protocol you go for a period of time and then you don't do it for another and that one uh, can extend the telomeres, the length of the telomeres. Can you explain to Oh gosh, are I the millions watching at home? So a lot of these are age-related. The epitalin, for sure, is 100% age-related. And I'm going to, in the very, very basic layman terms, I'm going to explain my understanding of, of the telomere, that it's like a shoelace, you know, and as, as you get older, it starts to fray. And the telomere sends information to the body to do certain things. So as it starts to shorten and fray, it becomes less efficient in sending that information to the body to do good functions for the body. And... Epitalin can help re-extend some of those those uh, telomeres. That's right. In, in essence, extending. Did I, cover that? Did I get it all? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, it's been that's shown. That's super lame. Same, super lame. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's who we are. That's right. Um, uh, there have been studies, actual with humans, to show, uh, and a long-term study. I think it was fifteen-year study to show that it's increased lifespan. Yes. And there have been people who actually you can buy a kit that'll measure your telomere length so to speak and tell you what you are biologically yeah 
And um, how old you are? No, sorry, how old you are? Yes, biologically. So you may be 61, but biologically you're like 30-something. Yeah. Um, and people have done a uh, test of themselves, their telomere length or telomeres, prior to epitalin and then after epitalin and have seen that biological age decrease. It's nice. amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, um, it's one of those things I don't think you're going to notice. Like it's not something you will notice. No, no. It's something that it just does. And it, your body's improved, but you wouldn't go, Oh, you know, it did this for me or it did that for me. Like I'll notice increase in, in growth hormone because I just noticed in right. my pumps. Right. But, you're right. Epitalin, you won't, you won't necessarily see, see. You may feel that you sleep better. Let me, right. let me list some of the other stuff. It uh, decreases aging, suppresses tumor development, indu uh, induces a tel a telomese activity, uh, induces telomere elongation. That's what you talked about. Uh, prevents uh, chromosome fusion, decreases incidence of spontaneous radiation in uh, carcinogenic tumors, normalizes reproductive system in senescent... Oh God, I don't, animals. Know, I, I don't want a reproductive system. <laughs> Normalize it. Here's a big one. Improves uh, antiox, uh, antioxidant defense and um, even more important, normalizes melatonin levels, ah, which is huge. Good for sleep. Yeah. Uh, for sleep. And that's one thing you may actually notice with Epitalin yeah. is sleep. Um, I think I'm, I'm actually due for another cycle. And that's one thing that could be microdose. And I got it from uh, my friend Jean-Francois uh, of CanLabs. Um, doing one milligram um, every 20 days of the month. Again, for, uh, for uh, adjusting your circadian rhythm. So you do 20 days on and then uh, 10 uh, then days 10 off. 10 days off and then repeat. Can uh, you do five days on and two days off? Here we go. I'm sure you could. <laughs> it's working for you. Let's see, five days on, two days off. It works out to the same. I'm, I'm sure, it's the same I'm math. Sure, I'm sure it does. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. So again, for... Maybe I'll start that. Maybe I'll try... For circadian uh, rhythm, that. for... Um, and would you take that at night or daytime? Daytime, okay. actually, yeah. All right. Yeah. The Motsi, you definitely want to take in the, in the morning or during the day. Uh, yeah, really. Some people say take it just before working out. Yeah, that's right. I've but it's that. got a longer effect in the body. I, I think just get it I in take it in the morning. morning. Uh, I take everything in the morning except for the ones that are meant for night. Um, so, yeah, Apatelin. And then the last one that I take, the one that has the side effects. Oh, here we go. <laughs> is the, the PT, smile. PT, PT or TP? PT141. PT PT141. Yeah. And PT141 is called the sexual uh, peptide because it, so I only take that uh, once in a while, uh, you know, for um, my pleasure with my wife. And, um, uh, it increases um, sexual drive. It increases uh, the pleasure felt in, in during sex. And uh, one of the side effects I get is it, it makes me darker because it's a... It's in that melanotan. It's part of melanotan, right? Yeah. Melanotan, which is a tanning peptide. Yeah, we'll get into that next time, I think. Yeah. So um, I'll take it before date night with my wife, you know? And I feel like, I feel like a teenager on it. Like I'm... I don't want to get too so the, graphic, but I... The libido is increased. How about as an oof. ED um, for uh, erectile dysfunction? Does it help in that area? Well, I don't know. I, it, I, I, have, I have pretty intense erections for... I'm Do like, you know a difference? I'm like a teenager. If the it? wind blows, I, I, oh, get, yeah, a, I get an erection. So. Would you say it's uh, uh, better than some of the other, let's Oh, say? yeah. Like, I've taken Cialis. And, and? Cialis works, but Cialis is, like, very specific. It does the one function. I actually have a more of a drive. And right. I'm, 
And it also has it's a mood enhancer, right? So I think it enhances serotonin levels, right? Uh, you know, I'm not sure about that. Okay. I could be wrong, but what it does do is it's a mood enhancer as well. So that's the reason why there's more pleasure during sex is because uh, yeah. the mood is like, you just feel like it's a, it's like a love. I mean, not love, but you know, I don't know how to describe it. I feel better. That's so it, there is a physical effect, yeah. which, uh, you know, I could get from a Cialis, but then there's this other effect that is just, I feel better on it. Which is a great synergy. You want that mood. Yeah. That the drive and the plumbing to friggin' work yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's Whereas, way, like you said, these it's other way better drills. than Cialis. Yeah. Now, I have combined it with Cialis. I don't know why. <laughs> that was a bad idea because... Why? I, ha I had an erection for like three hours. Like, it was painful. It became... <laughs> it was a bad idea. It's like combo. That's a Wolverine stack for... Wolverine uh, stack for yeah, erections, bedroom. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and how often do you do that? Like, do you just uh, on date nights? Like, and <clears throat> is it a small? I don't want to be doing that during the week and be walking around all, yeah, looking around and yeah. Well, you know, having to wear long t-shirts to cover my uh, <laughs> yeah. the bulge of my pants. Doing this sort of, I got a piece or right, yeah. cross your legs like a woman yeah. thing. Um, do you know the do you know the dosage? Uh, and you do uh, two milligrams for a man, I think it is, and it would be one if a woman did it. So it does enhance a woman's sexual feeling as well and in sexual drive and all that so it does work for women uh uh but it <laughs> but my, my wife tried it and i think i gave her the two milligrams by accident because oh. i i had the doses mixed up i took the one and she took the two but she had some like oh yeah so let's talk about the side effects huh? yeah it's one it's the one peptide that can have side effects so one of the things i do get is i get this sort of tightening in my gut and i don't know what that's related to but it's not, it's not terrible. It just feels like a tightening in my gut. And, uh, and that doesn't last long, but it lasts a, a good hour. And the other one I find is um, a little bit of muscle soreness. I don't know if you've oh. ever known. Have you, have you done PT? I've not done I've not tried yeah. it. So a little bit of muscle soreness. That one is just, uh, and I looked it up. Yeah, it's one of the uh, potential byproducts. And I don't know what, what causes that, but um, it's nothing major. I read nausea, perhaps vomiting, you know, depending if you overdo it. Yeah. But again, when we talk these so side effects. So I do two milligrams when I'm going to be going on a date night with my wife, and, and then I don't do it for whatever period of time. What a letdown if nothing happens, though. Eh? A waste of a shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so again, these side effects are not long-lasting. No. And they're not, um, they're not causing harm to the body. It just, no. yeah. No, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think maybe the, uh, yeah. Uh, not everybody's going to want to do it. I, I I love it because, I, well, I love to be with my wife. I love to pleasure her. I love to feel pleasure and, you know, and uh, so it's just a nice en enhancement. It really does enhance everything, you know. I'll be writing down, uh, try, what was it called? PT141. Give it to wife. All right. <laughs> Honey, you'll owe me. And that is all I think I do. What do you do on top of that? You, I know you do a lot of those. Uh, I do those and... and um, you different different protocols though. Yeah, I have different protocols. Um, and I do... There's There are types that are called bioregulating um, peptides. Uh, I don't... I'm not an expert on explaining um, what they are, but they help various... Um, health aspects of the body 
for example, if a, a kidney, you know, there's some bioregulating kidney um, um, peptides that'll right. help kidney function. Yeah. Um, you name the organ and there's a bioregulating uh, um, peptide for it. So I do some for heart health. Mm. Uh, and then there's a, there's a particular protocol. You do one milligram. Um, Epitalin is a part of that protocol. Right. There's yep. one called Vesagin and one called Cardiogen. Um, and then also BPC is another thing that uh, BPC-157 that we talked about earlier helps with nitric oxide. Increases nitric inc oxide. Which is a, a, an incredible effect from yeah. that. That, that. That one peptide alone just does so many things. Um, so those, those, I do those for uh, heart health. Yeah. Um, I've done the ARA-290. Uh, yeah, 290, yeah. Which is... It helps uh, regenerate nerve endings and reduces pain and stuff like that. Is that something you could notice? No, didn't notice it at all. Did you notice anything like when you're contractile? Like were you able to when? Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. I just did it, and that's one you do like, I think a month, and then you stop for six months. Yeah. You could do that, I think, twice in a year, and then you stop for a couple of years. I think, right? Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the the protocols yeah. on that one, but that makes sense with a lot of these peptides. Is they 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 stay in your system, and that's yeah. why sometimes you don't have to. You do a, a course for four to six weeks, and you don't have to do it for another six months. Yeah, the reason I do it on a regular basis is because because um, of my age, and I feel like I, a lot of things have diminished in my body, so it just keeps me at this really peak level of feeling great and looking great and energy. Your performance and, is awesome. Though, yeah, my performance yeah. is unbelievable. And, uh, you know, this past month, month, I haven't been performing great, not because I couldn't, but I just wasn't as motivated. But that's a different story. Though, yeah, yeah, that's a different story. Oh, there's also another one I take. Speaking of motivation, thought, and all that is, uh, is C-Max. Oh, yes. Right? Yes, so and you yes. take that as a nasal spray. Yeah. And I do that one once in a while. And it's really good for, like, um, opening up um, – uh, activity in the brain, you know, and so clarity of thought and that type of thing. Uh, I gave focus and concentration. Yeah, I understand. Focus too, right? and concentration, and I gave some to my brother because apparently it uh, is really good for people who have had uh, like mini strokes. My brother's had a number of little mini strokes, oh. and for the brain, it improves brain activity and blood flow in the brain. So, unfortunately, he doesn't take it regularly. But oh, too bad. Because yeah. uh, he forgets. But I said, well, maybe it's not working if you're forgetting. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it actually, I think it helps with memory as well. Yeah. If he took it like a straight month, I think he'd really notice a difference. Yeah, but a, and and the, the doing it nasally is amazing. Simple. You don't have to poke yourself. No. Yeah, right. So that's another one that's going to have a whole host of other effects, but uh, focus, concentration, yeah. memory, um, your learning abilities are much better. What was it? C-Lank, you said? Uh, C-Max. C-Max. So there's one called C-Lank. is good for anxiety. Is, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, what else can it do here? Uh, elevates expression of BDNF. Activates dopin dopaminergic and uh, serotonin uh, stems. Can work as an antidepressant. So that's too as anti-anxiety yeah. antidepressant as well. Um, Maybe I should take a shot of that before, after taking my PT-141. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like laughing. It boosts immune system. Supports optic nerve. Yeah. So again... So that's another one. And uh, just one last thing before, I think we, we could wrap up. So these are, the peptides we talked about are obviously, you know, there's thousands of peptides, but these are kind of the real go-to ones. That's you right. Know? These are the list. ones, at least the, the baseline that we do that 
we find just makes a huge difference. And then there's other ones we can add. There are some really cool ones. Uh, I want to go back to the BBC just briefly. One of the things that it does, my wife was taking it, was it it does a healing in the gut and the GI tract. Yeah. And my wife, and I think your wife, really struggle with GI tract issues and bloating and all that stuff. And when, my wife hasn't taken it for a while, but when she was taking it, it really it changed everything for her, you know? And uh, so it's, it's really helpful for the GI That's tract. important. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. so many people, leaky gut and gut issues, digestive issues, is huge now. And immunity, I mean, that's a second brain, right? I mean, yeah. your immunity, immune health is, is in your gut. And this repairs the gut lining. Yeah. And I heard that Ariel's got their tabs in. So this is a sublingual tab. You can This one you could take for gut health via uh, Yeah, I just got tablet. mine, so I'm going to try some. Yeah. Yeah. I tried some. They're tasty. <laughs> Don't overdo it. They're and so that's good. peptides in, in a nutshell, I think. that's uh, And we could get into more specifics down the road. And if people have questions, they can ask specifically about peptides. But uh, that's kind of a foundational I really feel that we're going to spend more time on peptides just because they're that good and they're they're worthy of that. I much do attention. want to get next into testosterone yeah. replacement because that's a big that's one. a big one for me too. Yeah, yeah. but that's cool. it. Cool. That was, Thanks, Eli. That was right, awesome. You. See, if I didn't have you, I would just be fumbling over myself. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, till next time. All right.